Lizards scarpered over a landscape baked like the inside of an oven. Flapping paper hanging from a billboard told me to cover the young with happiness. Is that a message or an order? I called out. A voice. Voices? An echo. Is it children? Ah, oh, children young. I set my chair back under the static caravan's tarpaulin, leaned to, and started typing. Scenario one. His wife is a wallet by nightfall. An influencer's robot living with dark valley eye sockets. Portraits that begin to infect Tardigram's algorithms. Until so many people see them, they lose any interest they had in anything. Ending up packing themselves away in gold leaf latrines to be fired into an electric sunset. Hmm. That needs an explanatory footnote. Footnote. A heavy daybreak. Squashed people found ingesting too much spoiled root beer. They'd made a brief search of an unassuming prisoner. His face a wafer with sticker earrings. Must be someone's little mother-father. I leaned back and sighed, pulling the page out from the platinum and fed him my long overdue children's book pitch instead. An author's itinerary to booby the dinosaur. Oh, jeez, make a note. It can't be called booby, anyway. Synopsis. An archaeologist doing a TED Talk to actors, writers, creators, financiers, the cream of the 1%. A secret character in a dark corner with a silhouette of a triceratops becomes quieter at dimensional fossils. A self-consciousness born from too many late-night pizza dinners. The sounds come out again from the tannoy, all of them at once. The wife, the husband, the chickens in their coop, calling out the last cluck of a T-Rex. Hourglass sand in its death row drone. We followed its sound, crossing over perfectly. Teddy in his cardboard box, stegosaurus costume, and me dressed half maitre d', half waitress. Wind gulfed over the dunes, as you'd expect, living at the rim of the Earth's rectum, but luckily no follow-through this time. On waking, I found I'd slumped down into my irrigation trench, a tortoise parting my lips to snatch a wilted spinach leaf from my mouth. Okay, Rambo, tell the others Daddy's back and he's getting dinner. Thank you.
first few weeks they went everywhere together, until finally it did as puppies do, and soaked her favourite hunger, dampening her bright mood. When she told us she had bought a parakeet, we were concerned, but as is the way with Sarah, we couldn't help but be pulled along with her enthusiasm. We were invited around for dinner to greet the new arrival. Even the bird had a little rug at the entrance of his cage, reading, Welcome home. She had gone out with the food, preparing various canapes, delicate pastries, perfectly crisp with juicy spiced meat fillings. It was hard to believe that she had prepared these herself, considering how brief her attendance at cookery school had been, cut short only by that unfortunate meatball incident. The main course was brought out, a sumptuous golden pie that seemed to be glowing, and in the middle of this gleaming apparition was a little hardship somehow quivering with two small holes letting out a funnel of steam as if the pie itself were breathing, as if it were sniffing us. I call it Panda Pie, she declared triumphantly. Our stomachs nodded, only to be released by a sly wink, as if to say, Oh, it's just one of my little jokes. The delectable odours that wafted as she portioned the pie made us forget our misgivings and succumb once again to the unerring will of Sarah.